Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And welcome in to another edition of the Landry Football Podcast. And what a Monday it was. Black Monday in the NFL, we've got news and notes on that. Um, but we're going to start with the impressive and the dominant culmination of what's been a phenomenal and interesting, to say the least, college football season. Hail to the victors, as uh, their motto in their uh, fight song states. Uh, what a great year. And wouldn't you know that with all the controversy and all the – it's galvanized that team. Uh, it's Michigan with the two of the most dominating performances in the playoffs uh, in some time, how they were able to win. Maybe not dominant in terms of win margin, but dominant on the field. Uh, hail to the victors as uh, we will break that down. Tell you about what's going on in the NFL. We're going to maybe get into the Bill Belichick situation in New England. What went wrong there? Is it salvageable? lot to get to today. Reminder. You can get more detailed inside information and analysis from a playing, coaching, scouting perspective. My background, if you haven't not, you haven't been familiar, uh, over 40 years in football as a college football coach, college recruiting coordinator, NFL coach, NFL front office uh, scouting uh, director and uh, front office uh, guy. And we bring you that perspective a playing, coaching, scouting, and front office perspective on the game of football. Inside information and analysis at LandryFootball.com. And you can get it by taking advantage of our holiday savings special today. Um, It's the best deal that we've got going. You can try it out for a month. You can try it out for six months. But our holiday savings special is the best one that we have. Uh, A reminder to subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, on Spotify wherever you get your podcast. So what a performance. Wondering how games will come out and how the styles are going to mesh in a in a championship game, in any game, is always intriguing. You had a very prolific Washington offense. The ability to move the football through the air, to get into their offense very effectively. Um, Washington has had a great year. Unbeaten going into last night's game. It was the Michigan defense that won this game. To basically rattle and shut down um, this offense 
to prevent the big plays, to bring pressure, to play very effective zone coverage behind it, play well on the ball, to break on balls, to tackle well, something they've done all year long, but not against this caliber of offense. To see them do it, highly, highly impressive. Oh, yeah, the offense ran for unbelievable amount of yardage. We knew that was going to be a focal point. And I thought that they did that, and they won the line of scrimmage there, as I thought they would, to dominate the level. I thought Washington would get their points. I mean, I thought Washington would be able to score 24, 27 points, and I thought Michigan could end up maybe three points better in that three-point type of game. Look, this game, for those of you, obviously, most of you, I'm guessing, have watched it, is very close, or at least a one-possession game until it wasn't midway through the fourth quarter. Uh, Michael Penix finished finished 27 of 51, 255 yards, two picks, one touchdown. Uh, It may not have been the worst performance of the year statistically. It was the most difficult challenge that he had, and it was because of the base pressure. Simulated pressure. I told, talked about at LandryFootball.com that the team that did the best job against Washington all year schematically was Arizona State. They gave more simulated pressure looks, more pre-snap movements defensively to confuse Michael Penix and Washington. You have to beat this offense, this particular offense, with Michael Penix pre-snap because you don't want to be chasing those receivers. And I thought Michigan took a lot of what Arizona State did with much better talent and a much better team and, quite frankly, much better coaching and paralyzed this Washington offense. And how did they do it? Well, again, they did it with a lot of simulated pressure, which, again, you show pressure back off and you take away the outlet options. You don't know where the pressure is coming. And if you look at it and you say, what was wrong with Michael Penix? Man, he was off on his throws. He just didn't have it. No, no, no. He just didn't show up and, you know, was cold. The processing of what he's seeing because of the pressure was sped up. So he was short-arming balls. He was trying to over-anticipate, anticipating wrong, not seeing things clearly because it was disguised very well, and he didn't have time to diagnose it as much as you normally do because of the pressure. Phenomenal job of coaching. This Michigan team, this defense in particular, let's stay there. It's an NFL caliber scheme with players that have been in the system for a while and been developed. You know, I've been asked since, you know, Georgia losing and Alabama losing and people in the South feel the sky is falling because their teams are, not winning at the level that they have been. Um. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early 
so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's changing in college football? Look, I, I always say this. You can spend a lot of time talking about who has this number one class and who signed this and that. It's not about who you sign and who you keep. And Michigan has kept a lot of their guys. They've developed a lot of their guys. They've grown into their system. And that was a great team. They're deep. There are a lot of interchangeable parts. They play nine defensive linemen. Yeah, they got some guys that are really good. Grant is a 350-pound guy that moves like the 270-pound guy. They've got big, they've got good, good players. But it seems like they play for one another better than other teams did. They were on the same page the entire game. They continued to grow and get better and better and better. Yeah, they had their moments. They had moments where they didn't play quite as well. They didn't play as well at the line of scrimmage in some games at the end of the year. The quarterback was hurt in the Penn State game. All of those things were real. But they hung together. They worked together better than anybody. It's cliche. It's 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 a very cliche-ridden statement. But when it really is the truth and they get it done, very, very impressive. Um, you know, it wasn't about what Washington couldn't do. Oh, boy, they missed opportunities. Yeah, they, they, they were missed opportunities. They were – there is, to use a tennis term, unforced errors, and there are forced errors. The majority of what I looked at and watched last night and looked at the tape very early this morning is forced errors. Oh, yeah, there were opportunities there for Washington here or there. And, you know, there were maybe one play away from getting back in the game. Uh, a questionable holding call. There's a big play. Maybe they score in that drive. Maybe, you know, and it's, at that point, it's we're one play away from getting it tied for most of the game for Washington. Because it wasn't like Michigan spurred it out to that lead, you know, early in the fourth quarter or in the third quarter. 34-13 was not what it felt like. It was a 2013 game for the most part until it wasn't. So tremendous team leadership, togetherness, uber competitive, line of scrimmage play in an era where it's all about who's the quarterback, three wides, RPOs, it's line of scrimmage, two tight ends, Three tackles in the game. They're going to run some overload looks, get some unbalanced, and pull the the uh, the guard and the tackle to the short side of the field, <clears throat> get the numbers that way. It was good physical football, but very creative, well-coached, tactical um, performance. Uh you're facing an offensive line in Washington that was very, very good. Jesse Mitter's game plan was to limit any help 
his front four would receive so that he could drop an extra pass defender and better decide his coverages. Look, if you're going to have to bring blitz pressure to get to Penix, then all of a sudden the ball is coming out because they're quick answers against the blitz. There are no quick answers when you're getting home with four-man pressures and you not only can drop maximum guys in coverage, but you can disguise it better. Um, it was well done. Hey, get to pinch. Got to blitz him. Not the way to do it. His deep ball accuracy and the ability to fit passes through tight windows is unrivaled. But Minner had confidence in his front. And he, I think... Michigan's defensive line was challenged to play the quote-unquote best offensive line in the country. And I think Michigan's offensive line was challenged to say, oh, okay, yeah, you know, we have been the Joe Moore Award winner. You think they're better? Watch this. So, you know, I know that some of the tackles on defense made the statement. Um, that they weren't the best offensive line. The best offensive line was the one we play against every week. That's what Michigan felt and said. And that was the sentiment throughout Michigan's stretch run. And there's no question, what motivates you is always interesting. It's about the talent. It's about the coaching. But when you're hyper-motivated to listen and to learn and to execute and to perfect what you're doing, you become dangerous. And I do think the controversy off the field, it it spurred them. It motivated them. It challenged them to will show you us against the world. You know how it works in sports. People, teams, players, pardon me, generate their own controversy. Generate their own disrespect that somebody, nobody respects us and nobody does. People generate that themselves. When somebody's given that to you, boy, that's great motivation. And Minter needed for the front four to create that havoc because Washington's ability to score in bunches and create chunk plays were, again, unparalleled. The Huskies had 89 plays of 20 yards or longer this season. That's the most in the nation. And Penix and his receivers tended to excel in those 50-50 balls. By having an extra defender in coverage, Washington could keep Penix off balance by showing him different coverages. Sometimes they doubled on the outside. Other times in the slot, they doubled. They played a lot of too high safety to keep the lid on the defense, to keep the big plays to a minimum. Minner mixed in a blitz at times to keep Penix guessing, just so that he can run simulated pressure, simulated blitzes. So if you always run simulated pressure and you never bring it, then they tend to not buy it. But when you bring it just enough, it paralyzes the quarterback into thinking, are they coming now or they're not? They brought six rushers to force the ball out quickly at times. But mostly it was four to beat five linemen. And they won. I thought they attacked the interior of the Washington offensive line, which is the weakest unit of the group. The tackles are better. But what they did is they put a lot of isolation to the outside guys. And I thought Rose Garden struggled some. I don't think he played a bad game, but he did struggle some. I thought he was a, was a um, got called for a bad call. But 
you know, that so be it. Um, to rush with four. And, you know, it's not about six or seven sacks. It's not about that. But if you affect the quarterback, you put pressure. If you get the body blows, and if you saw Michael Penix, he's only hit like once, you know, or sacked once. He was hit over and over again. Uh, they were phenomenal. So uh, the takeaway, what a great job they did. Uh, hail to the victors. Again, phenomenal performance. Uh, they deserve all the credit um, and what they were able to do. Uh, very, very impressive. No question. Uh, and, and look, let me say this. Uh, I haven't dwelled on it because it's a narrative that people want to mention. Um, did Michigan do things that were over the line in terms of how they scouted? Yes. What it does show is how, uh, and this is no way excusing it or justifying it, it shows how motivated they are to do everything they need to do to get every edge. Again, looking at signals, deciphering signals, determining um, what people are doing and when, getting prepared is, to me, an indication of how prepared they were. Now, were they wrong in what they did and should they be penalized for it? Yeah, absolutely. And I think they have been, whether it was enough or not, you know, people can debate that. But that's an indication of how much of attention to detail. You know, we've talked in an era about the best program in college football, and this era of college football has been Alabama. Alabama's been built in recruiting, and they develop well. I think they scheme well. They motivate guys to perform and buy into the system well. Um, but they've put the most emphasis on Alabama has on support staff and recruiting and emphasis in that regard. This Michigan team doesn't recruit. They recruit very well and they put lots of emphasis as well, but it is quite frankly, what Jim Harbaugh has brought to the program. And that is some of the changes, how they have put an emphasis on, having the analysts, having the people associated with the program, uh, being committed to doing things uh, and being aggressive in recruiting. Again, does he step over the line? Does he over-aggressive? Yeah, that's Jim Harbaugh. Can't do that. That's a byproduct of what he does. He will push the envelope. I work with a guy that did that, Bill Belichick. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tim Harbaugh does that. And while some of those things may be unsavory to others, and it, and it should be, <clears throat> what it also shows is that no one's going to work harder. No one's going to prepare better. No one's going to look for an edge better. This is the best coached, prepared football team I've seen in a long time. Uh, 
you know, what Georgia and Alabama have done, it's maybe more simplified and aggressive in their approach with better talent. What Michigan did, they look like an NFL team schematically. How they outprepared and outcoached their opponents, particularly in these two playoff games uh, against Alabama and Washington. Two different type of teams, two different types of challenges, but passing them nonetheless. Let's get into some Black Monday talk. Um, you got 14 teams advancing to the playoffs, and everybody else is assessing their situation. So we know what's happened. Uh, Atlanta has fired Arthur Smith. They're going to keep Terry Fontenot. Rich McKay, the new head coach, and Terry Fontenot are going to report to Rich McKay. And Rich McKay is going to lead the search for Arthur Blank on who the new head coach is going to be. Carolina, we know. And this is, I tell you all the time, why you win and lose as an owner in this league. Um, David Tepper um, wanted Bryce Young. And while Scott Fitter and Frank Wright were not against Bryce Young, they preferred C.J. Stroud. Yeah, Frank Wright and Scott Fitter, Scott yesterday was fired. Frank Wright fired in November. Um, an indication of how an owner can screw things up. And David Tepper is on his way to becoming the modern-day version, at least in terms of coaching assessment um, and overruling in the draft uh, what – uh, Dan Snyder was. And we know how well or how poorly that worked out for Washington fans. Um, more on some Jacksonville. They fired their defense coordinator, Mike Caldwell, along with the entire staff on that side of the ball. Finished 22nd in the NFL in total defense. It's the defense that basically kept them out. Look, the offense had some issues, but I think it had a lot to do with the health of the quarterback down the stretch. Uh, <clears throat> the Raiders. Um, is Antonio Pierce going to get the job? Look, let me say this. I think Antonio Pierce has got a shot to get this job, but only after Mark Davis um, tests the waters <clears throat> with some other guys, mainly Jim Harbaugh. And let, me, let me say this. I hear this. Well, boy, the players want Antonio Pierce. I, I don't give a damn what the players want. Okay, if they play hard for their guy, that's great. But is Antonio Pierce going to be able to lead this team long-term? It is a completely different world to be talking about what's going to happen um, you know, in a week-to-week interim basis as opposed to leading an organization and leading a team. They need a general manager. I think the Chargers – and the Raiders both have a GM and a head coaching opening. And to me, those are the two favorites for his job. Now, the Raiders may have that pull. Jim was there. If Jim wants to do his own thing and bring his own quarterback, then I think the Raiders might be the fit. I think that that would be – I think Mark Davis is more willing to spend the money and maybe is more committed. <clears throat> that might be the better fit there. Uh if he's looking at the quarterback, you got to look at the Justin Herbert and look at the opportunity there with the, the Chargers. So those are two there. Uh, the, the Chargers, of course, fired uh, Brandon Staley on the 15th of December. Tom Telesco was also fired as a GM. The Giants 
Wink Martindale, their defensive coordinator, resigned from his posts uh, yesterday. And um, Brian Dayball, um, and he not quite see the eye to eye on how things were going on that side of the ball. It's uh, their uh, special teams coordinator, Thomas McGahey. Offensive line coach Bobby Johnson is also going to be let go. Outside linebacker coach Drew Wilkins and defensive assistant Kevin Wilkins were uh, also uh, let go. And I knew when Drew Wilkins was let go, that was the sign that Martindale was going to be gone. And I think that was a mutual parting with uh, Wink and uh, Brian. Uh, Ron Rivera, of course, was fired. We knew that was coming. We'll see with their advisory committee. Um, which is kind of comical, but uh, we'll see where they go with uh, their decisions on how to remake that organization. Um, we can get to New England in a bit. The Saints are going to keep Dennis Allen. Look for maybe the possibility of changes on the offensive side of the ball. Look out for Mike Vrabel. That might be something that comes into play. Uh, I think he's going to read the tea leaves. I believe he would leave if he could to go to New England. Um, Vrabel and the Titans brass are going to meet this week and make some determinations. Um, uh, you know, now I did also with Washington, I should have mentioned that Martin Mayhew and Marty Herney, um, are going to stay with the team, um, in the, in the front office. Um, <clears throat> one other things, and we'll get to some of the interviews in a second, New England, Bill Belichick. You know, lots of, oh, he's gone. He's definitely gone. Here's how these things will work, should work. He's going to sit down with ownership. And they're going to try to figure out, is there a way to fix it with Bill Belichick? A couple of things. The defense is outstanding. The culture is outstanding. Um, that part's working well. We know what's not working well. So how do you fix it? Can Bill fix it? What's his plan to fix it? Are you comfortable with that? If you can get on board with it, and th then I think the smarter thing would be to go with a guy that's a brilliant football mind, that's willing to adjust and change some of the things that he's willing to do. Because people say, well, Bill's not going to change. Bill changes all the time. He changes all the time how he views things in personnel and scouting. I know I've worked with the guy. Now, he may not change the way you think it should be changed, but what the hell do you know? You know, that's just kind of the way I look at it, people that are criticizing I'm talking about. So can he fix it? Are they comfortable? The other thing to keep in mind is Jonathan Kraft is the key player in this. I think Robert Kraft in, would like to roll out one more year with a plan with Bill to fix it. I think Jonathan Kraft is looking for a reset. You know, he's going to be the future face of the organization, and I think he wants to be that. Um, you know, I think the Patriots better be careful. It's fine to move on from Bill Belichick. Nobody's entitled to anything. But if you think you're going to get somebody that's going to fix Mac Jones and fix this offense, I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure that that's going to be as easy to do. I think it'll come down to the relationship. And do they feel they can work together? Bill can be very bitter and hold a grudge. And so if there are things that have taken place that were more than just kind of, you know, part of the job, then it's going to get interesting. I thought what was very interesting on Monday 
was Bill saying things like, I'm under contract and I'm going to do whatever I can and be a part of it, just do a part, help coach the team, open to suggestion, all things he never says. He never goes there. Let me translate that. That means I got a contract. You fire my ass and pay me out. Bill does not want to be traded and sent somewhere that he doesn't want to go. And he wants to coach. So it's not like he can basically say, well, you can trade for me, but I'm not going to work for your team. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So he's going to force their hand. You don't want me, you fire me. Pay me, and then he can go and look at other opportunities. That was that. That's what that statement was all about. Let me say this too, <clears throat> in in terms of Bill Belichick. It's all about Tom Brady. It wasn't Bill. Tom Brady doesn't become a great quarterback without Bill Belichick. I mean, I think he could have been a great quarterback other places with a really good coach. People think incorrectly, by the way, that the best football people and the best coaches are, well, they're offensive on the defensive side. And the best offensive minds, the best offensive coaches are the people that have coached on defense and vice versa. Tom Brady became great because Tom Brady was taught how to attack defenses and understand what defenses were doing and why they were doing it from Bill Belichick. He met with them. They met to go over the game plan every week. It's Tom Brady that deserves the lion's share of the credit for the success because he, as a player, was the best student, but he learned from a master teacher from the defensive side where Bill, I thought, made mistakes. And he's done this in the past with us in Cleveland, and then I've seen him do it in New England, is that Maybe not hiring the right, often not hiring the the right quarterback coaches and teachers for that. Look, everyone criticizes Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien was a fantastic coach in Houston. He got, I mean, he won division titles, you know, with talent that wasn't all that good and a quarterback that wasn't very good. You know, yet you're looking at now, we forget that. You know, we, we can praise D'Amico Ryans today for winning unexpectedly at Houston and winning the title, but Bill O'Brien did it repeatedly. 
No, they didn't advance in the playoffs. They didn't. They didn't have the talent. And they probably made mistakes in evaluating the quarterback as well over there. I digress. My point is he's probably not find the right mix because what he tried to do with Mac Jones is to teach him like he taught Tom Brady. Mac Jones ain't Tom Brady. Mac Jones is a good kid. He works hard. But Tom Brady was maniacal. Tom Brady was a student unlike anybody we've seen. Maybe more maniacal than Peyton Manning. That's saying something. Mac Jones is not that. And he's not as talented. And it, it hasn't worked. And so it's, look, there's a certain way he believes that guys need to be coached and learn the the position. And I think Tom Brady kind of proves that, that it does work. But it maybe doesn't work for everyone. And so we'll see if they could be the right mix of somebody that can coach that position for him to where he can um, move on. And, and look, I think that for Bill, he's won six Super Bowls and no one's probably going to ever challenge that. But he's 14 games away from Don Shula's record. And trust me, he wants that. He wants that on his mantle that he's the guy. But let me just tell you, Don Shula made some comments before he passed, referring to Bill as Belichick. And things like that. We all know Spygate, Deflategate, all that. We know that been issues. He loved nothing more than to jump over him. And just people can criticize all they want at that point, but he'll have the numbers to be regarded as the greatest ever, which I think still people see him as the greatest ever, but he wants the, the numbers that say he's won more games in pro football because he's coached it long and he's coached it well. It's been a big-time struggle. So I don't know what's going to happen there. We'll figure it out. If you want a, the latest on who's interviewing um, and who teams have asked permission to speak with, <clears throat> what's the latest, who the best uh, coaching candidates out there, um, head on over to LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of the holiday savings special that we've got going uh, today. Um, and, you know, it's going to get you – from a plain coaching, scouting, and front office perspective, the best inside information and analysis of the game of football, college football, NFL, you name it, we got it for you at LandryFootball.com. Try it out for a month, try it out for six months, but our holiday savings special is the best deal that we have. Also, a reminder to subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, appreciate you joining us. Keep it here on the network, and we'll see you over at LandryFootball.com. So long, everybody. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.